Hey all, welcome to my world this week where I go through at least top three things I come across on Twitter, the world news, medium articles and other online articles. This is my attempt to remember what I've read and to share my own thoughts and opinions. Hope it ain't boring. Let's start with some medium articles. I love medium. I'm a subscriber on it. The first one I came across is the 50-50 rule on how to retain and remember 90% of everything you learn. 90% of everything you learn by Thomas Ophong. And this is what I took away from that article, that if you want to remember and use what you have read or what you've been learning, there are three things you can do. First, Repeat, learn again and again, read again and again. Second, take down notes. The first bit, repeat, try, try until you succeed. It's the same when you come to learning something new or even reading. I found out today when I went through my Kindle library that I have 30 books that I haven't read. And I've had 60 other books on there that I have read, but I don't remember anything. So the best way to remember as per point one is to read it again, read it again, but at least start reading and then read again. The second bit, I absolutely agree. I got this recommendation of, sorry, the suggestion, or maybe not, it's an advice, maybe five years ago where someone told me, whatever you read, teach it to somebody else. Because when you teach, you remember even more. You see the gaps in your own knowledge. You will prepare yourself before you start to teach. And that's a great way to retain or remember what you have read. And the third bit, everybody knows this, take down notes. And what's interesting in that article is that he says, please, Take down notes using a notebook and a pen because when you just type away, it just doesn't stay in your head. But when you write it, it, the brain actually remembers and processes it better. So there you go. The article 50-50 rule of how to retain and remember 90% of everything you learn by Thomas Sapong. Thank you, Thomas. The other article I came across on Medium was... From child marriage, abuse, and attempted suicide to $120 million. This is written by Karen last year in October. And he talks about the life and struggles of a lady called Kalpana Saroj. In summary, she was born into a poor family in the west of India. She could hardly attend school because her family didn't want her to attend and they felt that her job or her life was in the kitchen, got her married off at 12 to a person living in the slums whose family abused her every night by physically assaulting her for little mistakes. Eventually her father came and rescued her and from there on um, it, it talks about how she built her life and how she became a successful entrepreneur and uh, receiving one of the highest civilian awards in the country as well. Really inspiring, really touching. I've never heard of this lady, but I'm now going to find out more because you need inspirational, motivational 
successful people in your life. You need leaders. So Kalpana Saroj is one such person. And well done to you, Kalpana, for everything you stand for. And I wish you all the best in life. And thank you, Karan, for bringing the story to us. A great read. Let's jump on to some tweets. I love this tweet that came from Ayush Pawa, and he says, third time around reading Atomic Habits within 12 months and still learning from this masterpiece. Thank you, at James Clear. You've changed the trajectory of my life and lives of countless others. I was curious, what is this book, Atomic Habits? He had included a screenshot from the book, and that particular page spoke about something called your habits can compound for you or against you. And there was this one sentence that he had underlined and that really got me interested. And it says, time magnifies the margin between success and failure. It will multiply whatever you feed it. Good habits make time your ally. Bad habits make time your enemy. That was it. I said, what is this book? So I went on to Amazon, bought a Kindle version of the book, and it's now sitting on all my devices ready to be picked up. Good habits. Two things you need to know. What is good? What is bad? And what are good habits? What are bad habits? And how do you consistently work on developing good habits and suppress or remove your bad habits? I don't know anything else about the book. That was just my speculation, but based on that screenshot and based on what that Twitter guy recommended, I am absolutely looking forward to reading that book soon. So more on that book reading later. Came across another guy on Twitter. His name is Damir Stuhek. Damir. Damir Stuhek. And he had commented on someone else's post. He says, same here. It's the most highlighted book for me. By the way, I see you underlying in your book. You might want to try out the highlighted app, Disclosure. I am the creator. So you have this uh, entrepreneur who's promoting his app as a, as a comment on someone's tweet. It's all right. He composed it well. I thought it was interesting. So I checked the app and I must say it looked nice. It's a great way to highlight things uh, on your iPad and, and, and so that you can refer to it later on. That's all I know about it. But I have commented back to him saying, thanks for this recommendation. Going to try this out too. And he has liked my tweet. So I'm going to try that tool someday. Maybe I'll start today because I do have books to read. 30 books to read. So let's see how that goes. Came across this tweet from Podcast Movement. I like these guys. They ask interesting questions every day regarding your podcasting challenges. And in fact, this question today is, what has been the most challenging thing you've encountered while podcasting? And I immediately replied back within seconds. And it says, just that at that time, I hear voices from everywhere. It's true. I have silence all the other time. But when I try to podcast, I hear dogs. I hear 
cats. I hear birds that never visit me. I hear someone dropping a pair of keys. I hear someone trying to start their bike and it's not starting. Somebody's dropping their utensils up above. Somebody is crying. There's a child that's screaming. All happens during my podcast time. Why? Why? I don't know. This tweet got me all touchy-touchy and emotional in an angry sort of way. It's from SBS News from Australia and it says Australians and permanent residents stranded abroad are calling on the federal government to reconsider plans to recap international flights. So this one talks about Australian citizens and residents stranded overseas and they just can't get back home. And what got me irate was the comments by people saying, well, you guys deserve it. Who asked you to go in the first place? Oh, you guys have been having vacations for the last four months and now you want to come back. But now we can't let you in because it's going to spread the virus even more. And I thought, oh, my God, who are these people commenting like this? Why are they not thinking? So I went in and I made this comment. Many couldn't travel over the four months because the few special flights didn't fly to every city of a country every day. Just one to three ports with domestic travel shut down. Many couldn't get there. Others couldn't afford the tickets or they got booked out quickly. Nobody having a vacation. Why can't people understand the difficulties of other people? Why do you assume... <sighs> Another tweet was interesting a couple of days ago. It's from Gumroad, the popular online store platform. And this is what they said. The internet makes it possible for every creator to build an audience and get paid directly by fans. Why would the next generation want to wear suits, work for a boss or commute to an office? Become a full-time creator instead. No office, no commute, no suit, no boss. And I thought, what? So I said, I wrote back. Hoping millions of people would read, but so far, I don't know how many have read. But this is what I said. What's wrong working for others? You need both leaders and followers. I think both should be encouraged equally. By the way, people look great in suits. There are awesome bosses. Commute isn't that bad. And you can love the office wipes. Yeah, it's true. What is this new thing about everyone's got to be an entrepreneur, else you are unsuccessful? No chance. Even entrepreneurs need people who can work for them. So there you go. Hope I changed humanity with that statement. That's it, guys. I'll catch up with you next week on My World This Week. Goodbye.